Welcome to the Life's a Pitch podcast, the show where we pitch the best movies that will never get made. I'm Tom McGrath. And I'm Matt Turner. This is the podcast where we ask you, the listener, to give us a title of a movie that doesn't exist. Yet. We then collaborate to create a pitch for that movie, complete with casting, story beats, and sometimes even marketing. Without further ado, this week's main feature is... A Slow Night at Mal's Diner. <laughs> slow nights at Mal's Diner. Wow. Ah, you see, it's going to be the new hit movie coming out uh, in <laughs> 1955 from yeah, Life to Pitch nothing, Studios. Nothing happens in it. Yeah, it's slow night. <laughs> uh, you just sort of watch a diner for 35 years. It'll be all the rage, see? Yes, yes. <laughs> and as you can tell by the voices, we're, we're doing the golden age of cinema. <laughs> That's... That's the because films that... we're going to be pitching this week. So everyone spoke in the golden age. It was all yeah. scene. Yeah. 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 <laughs> see, see we, we're going to make these movies and all our actors are going to pretend they were born in the middle of the Atlantic Ocean. I'm assuming <laughs> that's what the transatlantic a- accent means. <laughs> <laughs> so joining us for this week's spectacular episode of the Life's a Pitch podcast, Eden M.W., yeah, hello, hello. <laughs> I, I broke the golden rule of guesting on a podcast by talking before I was introduced, but y'all can forgive me for that transgression. See? Uh, that, that's, that's a rule we threw out many years ago. We don't play by the rules here at Life's a Pitch Studios. We do whatever we want. We own actors. We send them to in, into mortal danger on every shoot. <laughs> so, so uh, how, how are you uh, in MW? <laughs> <laughs> this is a bit that's getting fairly old. How are you doing, Eden? Uh, thank, thank God somebody else broke that before I did. <laughs> I'm doing pretty good. It's, it's been it's been it's been busy the last couple of weeks, but busy is good. It means I can forget the everything. <laughs> Gestures broadly, yeah. And that's what we're trying to do with this uh, yeah. genre this week. We're, we're trying to go back to a time when all you had to fear was the bomb. That's it. That's just 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 the quick death of the nuclear bomb. That's that's it. That's all you had to to be like afraid about, and that was quick. Not not the not the vast multitude of things that can kill us slowly over the course of time. <laughs> the descent into dystopia. The it, it was it was just a bang, gone. That's it. What we're trying to say is we we control nothing about our own lives. Um, so what we're going to try and do is change the past. Yes. That's that's the, the only way forward is backwards. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, the title this week, interestingly enough, was uh, given to us by Phil Walters on Twitter. Thank you, Phil, for that title. They got in touch with us on Twitter, at Life's a Pitch Show. You can give us a follow there. You can also find us on Facebook as well, facebook.com forward slash Life's a Pitch podcast. So... Shall we get on with some honourable mentions? Some uh, monopolistic mentions. Here. <laughs> <So> yeah. yeah. <laughs> you you, you we... were gearing up, and I thought there was going to be a really good pun that you were going to, <laughs> to But no, no the build-up was the punchline. <laughs> <laughs> the, the long puff of a cigar. So we're going to take you back to a time where we own the production houses and the cinemas and the cinema theaters. Um, 
<laughs> this is the part of the show where we just go for a few more titles people have given us on the social media and pitch what those would be as well. Think of it as the trailers before the final major feature. You, you can think of this as the as the trailers uh, of all the movies we own and have produced before the movie that we have also produced. While you're yep. sat in the movie theatre that we own, eating the popcorn that we also own. Yes. In the fi- that was made in the fields that we that we made. <laughs> we that might we also, also own. <laughs> yes. By the by the out of work actors who we have we we own but have previously but have given no work to for quite some time. <laughs> so from Reese Howell we've got the ascent of Rushmore. Ooh. <laughs> the ascent. The ascent now it is, of Rushmore. Now it is the ascent and not the accent of the Rushmore, scent. right? Uh, I was hoping oh, that I... George Washington would just be like, "Hey, everybody!" <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I feel like now, the, the, how's the as... it going? <laughs> the, the ascent. <laughs> is is it is it the ascent of Mount Rushmore or just the ascent of Rushmore? The ascent of Rushmore. Okay. So, so this is this is the story. This is a rags to riches story mm. of one man who becomes Count Rushmore, <laughs> and he is the guy that draws the faces on the mountain. <laughs> Count Rushmore. Yes, he lives in the mountain. He, he lives. In, this is how he his rags to riches story of living inside George Washington's face. <laughs> okay. This is All the right, story yeah, of yeah. eccentric billionaire Count Rushmore. Monty Rushmore. The, Monty the Count Rush- of Monty Rushmore. <laughs> the Count of Monty Rushmore. <laughs> Who plays the Count of Monty Rushmore? Um, I hadn't thought that much. <laughs> I wonder who who does play the Count of Monte Rushmore. I mean, it feels like it should be like I don't know. Well, who played the Count of Monte Cristo? Ask Ooh. a Googleable question. <laughs> Isn't it? Yeah. Oh, Errol, Errol Flynn. It was Richard Chamberlain was the person who uh, uh, who, who played the Count. Well, <laughs> play, played uh, yeah, Ed, Ed is, Dante's or whatever his name is. Is Errol Flynn a real person? They <laughs> <laughs> just made him up. Maybe not. An, probably not an actor though. <laughs> he, he is. Errol Flynn was a uh, was an actor. I know okay. that much. That's good. Um. He was in the Adventures of Robin Hood. Uh, that might be why I'm thinking. Yeah, he was. He was Robin Hood. Um, Errol Flynn movies were were that kind of like yeah big adventure style ones. The the Highwayman kind of. Uh... Very much so. Yeah, 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 yeah. Um, so where where the fuck were we? The Ascent it of was Rushmore. the Count. The uh, the Count of Monte Rushmore. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the 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 Ascent of Rushmore is how. Are we gonna have it be Richard Chamberlain, or whatever I his think, name was? I, I think yeah. Richard Chamberlain, the guy, the guy who played the Count of Monte Cristo, just for funsies. Yeah. Um, <laughs> how he became Count Rushmore. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. And so, like, we 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 have this almost like Peter Cushing style, like Dracula story of like the, <laughs> this this almost like haunted this haunt oh, and, and a little bit of that, right? A little bit of of Dracula. And we add in just a little pinch of, like, uh, the Phantom of the Opera, where yes. it's, like, a mysterious man living inside a mountain that keeps messing, keeps keeps telegramming the president. For, I'm gonna... We don't know how. 
I'm, I'm, go- I'm gonna, I'm gonna do, I'm gonna do the, uh, the, the, the pepper grinder, the pepper grinder okay. of close encounters of the third kind here, in okay. that he keeps, <laughs> he keeps just making the faces of old presidents in just anything he can find, like, uh, <laughs> like potatoes, uh, just, just like. Muck. He, he goes okay. out into the garden and just grabs a load of dirt and starts making presidents' heads. So old presidents have started dying. It's just like you know, sort of like um, people who were president once have yeah. started. It's, it's just a. It's just an unnatural high of number of people who were president are now dying, right? And vice mm. presidents of that, right? And their faces all beforehand are always found in public places, carved into stuff, mm. right? Uh, in that kind of like Phantom of the Opera sort of thing, right? And then the 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 current president, let's say, uh, played by uh, Errol Flynn. Why not? Right? He's yeah. there. He's he's um, he's the president. And he gets a telegram uh, that that comes through, and it's like, you know, you're next sort of thing. <laughs> and it's like, look, <clears throat> look out your window, and in topiary. <laughs> You know, in, in, in the bushes just outside the White House is is his face carved into this topiary. Is it is it the act of having your face carved that makes you die? Is this the most specific death note situation? <coughs> Maybe. So so the face is unfinished and it's and it's a race between the president and Count Rushmore. If he finishes the face, the president dies. Yeah, and so and so every night more of this face is being carved up this topiary. And and Errol Flynn like goes out and he's and he's like I'm I'm saying this is like you know near the start of the sort of like the, people are still going around in like early motor cars and stuff and he's jetting around in this car, right? And he's he's going out and he's he's on the road and there's like wagons and horses going by and he's out in this motor car driving around looking for Count Count Rushmore. And he's like, Hello. listen, oh, he's called he's called Monty Rushmore, just a bloke, right? And at this point, he goes like, listen, I'll give you anything you want, just to stop. And he's like, well, what I want is to be a count. You can give me all the money in the world. And he's like, here, here, have it, take it. I'll make you a count. You can be a count of Pennsylvania. Why not? And I want land. I want land with a mountain right in the middle. Give me land. Give me land, lots of land with a sunny sky above. Don't fence me in. And he's like, uh, uh, sure, whatever you want. Take it, take it. And he's like... <laughs> I just love how how Mount Rushmore has the faces of George Washington, Thomas Jefferson. Fair enough. They were around at the same time. Right? Right? Yeah. <laughs> Lincoln. Yeah. Who, who, who was around maybe a hundred years later. Uh, <laughs> and Theodore Roosevelt. Definitely not in the same era. <laughs> well, here's, here's the thing, though. Third act twist: zombie presidents. <laughs> ah, of course. So then, Count Rushmore is now the good guy, and he has to carve those faces on the on his mountain to stop the presidents from uprising and taking over the country. People yes, said I was insane. <laughs> this is what it is. Um, so, like, he- here's how I see this arriving at that in the only explicable way, right? Is that 
He's a count now. Monty Monty Rushmore is a count now, and he keeps raising his demands for stuff for his for his. I don't know what what is he the countdom of? I don't know what the the area is. He's um, the, the, the count the, of Rushmore. That's he's the count. Sure. <laughs> um, and and so and so uh, like <laughs> um, Errol Flynn, the president, is now like saying like no no you can't have this anymore. He snaps and he says you, I'm 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 gonna seal I'm gonna seal Monty Rushmore in this uh, in in this mountain and um, I'm, I'm putting him in there and oh no actually yeah he um because like the count is now threatening him again right he's threatening his life again he says well I'm gonna have to make it so that I can't die and and back back in the old revolutionary war George Washington got very desperate and looked, turned to some strange methods to keep himself alive during the wartime. <laughs> <laughs> I'll do the same. And so he performs this ritual and accidentally unleashes zombie presidents on the world. Yes, there we go. Perfect. <laughs> that was clearly the most logical way to get to zombie presidents. <laughs> <laughs> People said I was insane when I carved the death head of George Washington into an ambush mark. But now look at I'm me a now. Hero. <laughs> now I'm a hero, he says as he as he folds his cape over and, and storms <laughs> up, up the stairs. Cackles off into the night. <laughs> well that's the thing, we think you know, he's the hero of this film, old 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 Monty Rushmore, right? He's the hero of this film, and um, we think, oh, brilliant, you know, he's going to get the recognition he deserves. But no, of course, to preserve, to save his, spare his blushes, Errol Flynn, the president, says, yeah, we carved their name to honour them. There's no such thing as zombie presidents. And this guy is actually a, a bad guy. And, and so he has <laughs> to go into hiding again. The, yeah. the tragedy of the uh, the Count of Monte Rushmore. <laughs> and, and, and over the credits, we play uh, the American national anthem in a minor key played on an organ. Yes. <laughs> oh, God, it's already horrible as it is. <laughs> there we go. So, from all the webs of stage, a very, very good podcast. Uh, I recommend everyone everyone listen to it. It's very interesting and very, very good. Um, I kind of like the idea that that's the name of the podcast. All the webs of stage is a very good, very, very good podcast, and I recommend everyone listen to it. Um, we've got funnier than a fruit fly. Okay. <laughs> can we make? We, can we make this like a little bit singing in the rainy? Yeah. Like um, singing in the rain, of course, is about show business, right? So. Yeah. And it's about like having to sing and dance and uh, have a great voice and you know like all that sort of thing, um, uh, and it's a you know about like a, a, an era that like it's kind of a false revolution, isn't it? Singing in the rain. It's like um, oh, people used to be able to be just beautiful and they could get away with it, but now uh, the real stars are really really good. They were all, they're all three of these things, right? Uh, I think this is the case. It's someone trying to kind of get into Hollywood um, uh, as a comedian, as like mm. he, he following in the in, in the footsteps of like Charlie Chaplin and, and such. And um, the the thing is that because of these terrible independent filmmakers, the the public, this, we're, we're obviously we're the studio. We're we're trying to look down on these terrible independent filmmakers. 
the the public has been bewitched by these these terrible low budget movies in which everyone's just laughing at a fruit fly. It's just <laughs> it's just that that terrible Disney man and his awful and his awful animated fruit fly <laughs> is, is, is the villain here. There it is, Frank Frankie <laughs> Fly, the uh, yeah. the Frankie animated fruit fly. Fruit fly. <laughs> and so and so the good guy uh, I don't know well, who, who oh, do we want to cast in this one Kamel Najiani I want to uh, I don't think we've ever cast him I do Ooh. love Kamel really we've never cast Kamel I don't think we have no that's weird I, actually I love, isn't it I love referring to him as Kamel as though we know him <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no, because that's because we both we both listened to the Dan Harmon podcast for a long time. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> and he's only known by his first name in that. So yeah, <laughs> um, uh, yeah, he's he's a comedian. He's trying to break in, and he's we. Uh, oh man, I want to see Kamel Nanjiani do a bunch of uh, do a bunch of like pratfalls and amazing like <laughs> uh, amazing stuff where. The front of buildings falls on him, and he's in the in the window. You know all that kind of stuff. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like good Buster Keaton stuff. Yeah, yeah, yeah. ton of Buster Keaton, uh, yeah, bits and bobs. And he he's basically Buster Keaton, right? He's the new Buster yeah. Keaton. He wants to mm. be the new Buster Keaton, um, and he's doing these enormous stunts that really endanger him physically. And um, a uh, and nobody cares. Like yeah. the he he goes in and does these amazing things. He like shows footage of him doing all that sort of stuff, and just the the he gets laughed out of the uh, out of the boardroom because they're all they all start laughing because he, he like does the, the, this enormous pratfall tumble and then he goes bam and he's like got his back to the, to all of them right. Uh, yeah. lands with this perfect landing and then he hears the, this raucous laughter he's like yes they love me they love me they love me and they turn around and they're all watching this fruit fly like the, this doodle of a fruit fly that's been doing on a flip book uh, this guy yeah. in the corner who's just like <laughs> yeah, la, 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 I'm a fruit fly la, la, la. The, the, the funny thing is the guy doing the flip book didn't even draw the flute, fruit fly if we're going down the Disney route <laughs> He got his yeah. mate to do it and then just went, ah, this is mine. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah, yeah, that's it. This is this is the kind of like the options meeting where they're like, what are we going to commission next? And he's like, well, I got my mate to do a drawing of a, a fruit fly. <laughs> and, and I think we pitched this to... Because uh, there is going to be a lot of crossover between this genre and the Oscar bait genre, right? This yeah. is like a biopic of someone who kept on coming up against this fucking animated fruit fly that, <laughs> that never, yeah. never saw... Like, he got pushed under the rug at every opportunity because every... Yeah. Ne- it's like someone who, who just wanted to do, uh, like, like um, Buster Keaton, Charlie Chaplin stuff and just got overshadowed by Mickey Mouse and the rise of animation. <laughs> yeah, and, yeah. Uh, and I, I think I think we sort of like end this on a kind of it's, it's almost a sour note. Um, they get Camille Nanjiani to his character to do the reference for the the actions of the fruit fly. You know, oh. as it becomes more anthropomorphic and stuff. And you know how when they were doing like um, the uh, the 
stuff for uh, what was it? It was um, Alice in Wonderland. They mm. got an actual actress to do all the stuff so that they could draw, over, they could yeah. trace it, and all that kind of thing. They yeah. end up getting him to do that, so he is the fruit fly by the end because oh. he's doing all the actions. Oh, but no. his, his name is never known to us. Oh, that's that's horrible. That's horrible. That is, mm. You've you've crafted this world where I genuinely now feel sorry for him. Yeah, and, <laughs> how and dare like, you? <laughs> I'm, I'm. I feel so sorry for him, and I also feel absolutely terrified of what this anthropomorphized fruit fly will look like if they're using <laughs> an actual person as reference. A, a human person. <laughs> Is it well? What does what does Mickey Mouse look like? They just put big gloves and big hands on them and mocap. That's what they did for for years for Sonic, right? They just <laughs> they just did, they just did motion capture for 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 the Sonic characters in the game, and it yeah. was just like. Why? Why do you want these cartoon characters to look like <laughs> to move like real people? I what, mean, what it would look like is: do, do you remember that that Treehouse of Horror where Bart turns into the fly, and like the other version is the, just the Bart with the fly head? Yeah. That is what it would look like. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Tap, it, tap dancing fruit, fruit fly, just like yeah. It, it's somewhere between that and the Sonic we almost got in the Sonic of the Hedgehog yes. movie <laughs> with human teeth. With human yeah. teeth and really small eyes, that one. <laughs> so in in this world with this evil Walt, evil Walt Disney is is gotta be Ray Fiennes, right? Yeah, Ray yeah. Fiennes yes. could do evil Walt Disney so well. <laughs> yes. Or as we know him, uh, regular Walt Disney. Regular old Walt Disney. <laughs> yeah, I was gonna say that's a bit redundant. He's evil Walt Disney. Yeah. <laughs> evil Walt Disney, or as we know, the good version of Walt Disney. Um, <laughs> Just in different lighting. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, that's, that's a good casting and uh, a pretty, pretty. I, good I think that's a pretty good pitch. idea for a movie. That's, <laughs> yeah. uh, I think, we might we, accidentally have made a good film. Yeah, yeah. It's, it's one of those <laughs> rare best, occasions where we're like, eh, you know what? Yeah, that, I'd, that I'd might watch come out. That. Yeah. And the best part is, I think that the, the making the fruit fly be really unsettling to our eyes, but having the entire of, entirety of this world be absolutely uh, like adoring this thing yeah right like it's like everyone in this world loves this horrible looking fruit fly <laughs> yeah <laughs> with a human body like, like i said it's, it's like if if they showed the sonic the hedgehog trailer and everyone was like oh my god that's the sonic we want like <laughs> the sonic we've wanted all this time yeah the sonic we we deserve it was only this. It was only Sonic not looking like this that stopped me from playing the game all those years ago. <laughs> yeah. Finally, a Sonic for me. Yeah. And then they go and buy Sonic 06. I just can't get behind a mascot that doesn't have human teeth. <laughs> <laughs> all right. So those are all our honourable mentions. Thank you to everyone who's given us titles. This week, I hope you've enjoyed the last two pitches we've done. And uh, remember to give us titles any time of the week if you want, or uh, wait for those genre posts we put out every week on our social media. That's Twitter at Life's a Pitch Show and Facebook at uh, facebook.com forward slash Life's a Pitch Podcast as well. So now we move on to our main feature pitch. Oh, I'm gonna, I'm gonna take a take a nice puff on my big cigar. Oh, 
Oh, I'm Pigeon glad you got one of those. I'm glad you got one of those bubble cigars because uh, <laughs> I really hate the smell of smoke. You hear? You hear this? That's the slap of my suspenders <laughs> that I'm wearing in Hollywood, Los Angeles. Great A Foley work. <laughs> I'm just creating a picture here of, of yeah. what you'd expect. <laughs> Painting mm. is a word picture. So, the title this week we've been given, again, is from Phil Walters, and that is A Slow Night at Mal's Diner. <laughs> this so, feels yeah. like a heist movie to me. <laughs> oh, nice. Yeah. Okay. A heist movie, like, because it's only a, sn- a slow night, right? If if someone doesn't know what's happening, right? Because you only make you only make a a film about a slow night if it's not really a slow night, mm. right? Like, there's that. Yeah. It, we don't have to do it too too high concept. If like if from the outside it looks like a slow day at the diner, right? Yeah. Um, so we get Hitchcock into uh, into direct. Mm-hmm. And we do a sort of rope situation where, on the face of it, like in this diner, the diner so he's, he's cleaning up his he's cleaning up his uh, you know counter or whatever. The guy who the guy who owns the diner, Mal, is it? Um, yeah, yeah. While the people working at the diner, maybe I don't know, um, like this this kind of like bunch of bunch of ladies who normally serve coffee are like crouched underneath the uh, un- underneath the counter, like. Scooting by, like sneaking, while where he can't see, so that like they 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 get to they can like rob the place or something, or they're like <laughs> getting away with something while he just doesn't even notice that they're going. Okay, it's like a kind of like I don't know why you want to heist a diner. Um. <laughs> see, I'm I'm thinking like the diner is the diner, like the the name Mal to me says like Italian American, which. Okay. It's, this is, so the the diner is a front for the mafia. Of yes. course, Ma- that's 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 the film noir. Ma- Mal's diner it. is a cover is a front for the mafia, and like all of the waitresses are in on it. And okay. like so, it looks like they're just taking orders and going from table to table taking orders. They are doing deals between customers because mm. this is like the meeting point for all of the crime in the city, and the uh. film is the. The police coming and finding Mal's diner. Okay, okay. So they're kind of like tracking. They've tracked a bunch of people back to here, sort of thing. Yes. This, this is this is the night that. Okay, okay. So all the way, I've got an, a, like a slightly higher concept idea of like the the narrative here. All all the while in this film, we think that this is the this is the case being bust open, right? This, these are the first. Um, Pinkerton detectives to track down Mal's diner, right? The, the, mm. or this this legendary this legendary hub for the mafia, <laughs> and at the end we find out that actually everyone who finds the place and tries to tries to like to to reveal it to the police or whatever gets killed and put into the the you know put into the meals or whatever and. This is a regular everyday thing. This happens all the time. All the time, police are finding this place and getting killed, and it's just this just tr- standard fare for Miles Diner. I just it's love, a slow day now. I just love the idea of a squad of Pinkerton detectives. <laughs> <laughs> 
they all come in they all come in they all shuffle in with newspapers and trilby hats and long grey coats and they all shuffle through the door one at a time just just sort of like standing there with their shoulders up and peeking over their newspapers they're all there. <laughs> They're all there, working, working alone because that's the only way they can work. But also as a team. <laughs> They're working it's, alone yeah. together. They're working alone together. It's it's like it's like every job interview ever. Um, where it's like, <laughs> I work good on my own, but also as a team. This is. <laughs> <laughs> and they've all they've got a, they've got a femme fatale each. Um, <laughs> is one of the waitresses. Yeah. <laughs> so one one waitress goes to each table. They've got they've got they're massively overstaffed. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so we've got to have kind of a plot here. Like, who mm-hmm. are we following, and how is it gonna sort of unravel well, as we, we watch we, the film? There, there there are two ways this can go down, and I'm um. I'm going to slightly veto the squad of Pinkertons, because what if it's one Pinkerton, and this is like a Golden Age John Wick? Yeah. Um, okay. That's one way it could go down. Um, mm-hmm. Or we could follow the, we could follow Mal and have it be like, this isn't, like, th- this one Pinkerton is, is less of a John Wick and more of a... Well, I guess it's still just John Wick, but he's the bad guy now. I, I don't think we. I don't. I don't think we follow Mal. I, I think we follow who. Who nowadays would make a good Pinkerton detective? Like who? Who? Who sort of working today? And you can't. You're not allowed to say Harrison Ford. Who do you not really like that much? But you'll follow their story anyway. Jason Statham. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, 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 no, that's, yeah, that you're works. Right. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I mean, he, he, he did Driver, right? He, uh, yeah. He did, he did... The Transporter. Transporter. He did Transporter. Transporter, that's the one, not Driver. And uh, he game. was one of Hobbs and Shaw. I watched that film, couldn't tell you which one was which. It's either Hobbs or Shaw, yeah. yeah. It, was a, it was a fun film. Yeah. <laughs> I think he was Hobbs. Um, Although I'm 50% sure he could have been Shaw. <laughs> Uh, going by the laws of like that uh, philosophy, he's fifty percent sure. Yeah, <laughs> hey. he's kind of kind of Schrodinger's sure. <laughs> you watch the film and then you find out. Like you, you're just looking at the box, the DVD box of Hobbs and Shaw, and you're like, which one is Jason Statham? It could, he could be, he could be either or. It's like Anton Deck. I just can't tell them apart. Yeah. <laughs> No, they, so, they are uh, one being, Anton Deck. <laughs> <laughs> so, so Jason Statham is, I think, this Pinkerton detective, right? And yeah. and and he's been, you know, he's working on contract for the police, um, mm. and it, it, he's he's tracking down any leads that they've got for the mafia. They can't find it, um, and I will I'll say that John Goodman is like this police chief who says. We've been unable to find any uh, any sign of where they're where they're hanging out, but uh, we're pretty sure it's in the west side of the city. Uh, west side of the city. Hmm. That's where Mal's diner is. I think I'm gonna start there. Mal's what? diner. Never heard of it. Maybe it's a good place to start. And uh, he says it's an yeah. underground cesspool of horrible people. <laughs> <laughs> it's a, uh, it's a re- who- it's a restaurant filled with scum and villainy. 
Who plays Mal? Who well, plays Mal? we could do a third act twist in which Mal John walks Goodman out. John Goodman is Mal. And it's John Goodman. Oh! <laughs> oh, beautiful. Oh. Like, the reason, the, the reason, like, people keep getting sent here to die, basically. Like, when they get too <laughs> close, when they get too close to the mob, John Goodman sends them out here to die. Yeah. It is not getting too close to the mob. It's demanding more pay. <laughs> yes. It's demanding more money. <laughs> he joins a Pinkerton right. union. Yeah, that's it. <laughs> 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 He's just like, this, this job, uh, John Goodman's cat, I want more pay. I want more pay. I'm putting myself daily pay. in what, danger, hazard pay, danger situations. Hazard <laughs> pay. Last, last job I did took my leg. I want, I want some pay. And John Goodman's like, sure, uh, I'm sure we can talk about that. Uh, uh, I'll tell you what, do one more. Uh, we've got one pretty urgent job coming up just to find... Uh, we got. Once, once we've sorted all this this situation out with the mafia, then we'll talk about your pay rise, okay? Yeah, and, uh, and when, he's, and and he, when he, he says that, he's turned away from him. He, he's look, he's looking through the blinds, and there's light coming in through the blinds <laughs> onto his face yes. as he's yes. as he's pouring two glasses of whiskey, and then he and he passes one <laughs> over to to uh, Jason Statham, and, uh, and then they clink glasses, and then and then it fades to to Mal's diner. Which is yes. this uh, this fifties fifties Americana diner? Um, and uh, yeah, and in fact, we should do that the other way around, right? We should do it like John Goodman gives him the tip off about Miles Diner, and Jason Statham hadn't heard of it. Like yeah. he's like, we haven't been able to get close because everyone recognizes the police. But I'm sure you could do it, um, you know, because nobody <laughs> yeah. knows you. Me with my one leg. <laughs> <laughs> no one knows that I've lost my leg yet. <laughs> He's like going a, a little bit restarted the longer you do it. <laughs> uh, I need to get um, back into uh, the Jason Statham. I, I always, uh, to do my impressions, like, some megalodon. There we go. That's... <laughs> That's, that's the Actually, only yeah. thing. That's a good that's key the, phrase. That's the only <laughs> thing I can say in Jason Statham's accent. It actually sounds like Jason Statham. The rest is just a really sort of gruff Danny Dyer. <laughs> <laughs> it's a megalodon. It's a megalodon. Um, <laughs> he, he rocks up to Mal's diner, right? What's what's he greeted with? It's like you know you got you got a muted trumpet playing in the background, a smoky atmosphere in this diner, presumably. Mm. I feel like he is. He is. If we're saying like this, this, this is the kind of place that that basically feeds trouble cops to the public. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I feel like that's that's where we that's where we arrived at. For sure. Um, for sure. Then the the first thing he gets is a complimentary breakfast. Oh yeah yeah yeah. 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 So he's and outside and he can hear he can hear like quite a lot of people inside, right? Yeah. He, you, you, so this is one of those weird, like Hitchcocky, um, sort of imperceptible soundtrack things, right? Where you can you can hear the buzz of conversation, uh, which fades down as he as he gets towards the front of the building. He opens the door to the diner, and it's basically immediately it's a very quiet day. There's like two people in booths, mm. and it's just it's just one uh, you know one waitress. At the at the bar, sort of cleaning up, cleaning a glass or whatever, and uh, and saying, "What can I get you, hun?" Um, I don't know who we, who we, who we, uh, the 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 first 
like waitress, main, main waitress. <laughs> <laughs> I want to say Margot Robbie. Good, yeah. good, a good show. Yeah, yeah, totally. Yeah. Okay. And uh, yeah, so Margot Robbie serving him. She she says, "Can I? Uh, oh, you're. Are you new in town? Uh, is it your first time here? Oh well, uh, I like your face. So uh, hey, why don't why don't you get some? Uh, uh, why don't you take a seat, take a booth, and I'll I'll bring you out a free free breakfast. Um, That'd be lovely, and, darling. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> and her name is Meg Eladon. <laughs> <laughs> he reads he reads the name badge and he just goes it's a megalodon 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 that's my name don't wear it out uh, and he keeps saying it every time thank you megalodon <laughs> and every, every time every time he says a name she like polishes the, the badge and slowly her name is actually worn out. Um, and, and, and in keeping with write, rewriting history, that's where the phrase don't wear it out comes from. Uh, yeah. This movie <laughs> is where every time you use someone's name, the, the, it starts getting rubbed off the badge. So I'm, I'm thinking, like, he's there from breakfast right up until uh, the, the evening, right? Yeah. Like, uh, yeah. He, he, gets, he gets a motel room on the on the uh on the motel opposite so he's spying on it with his with his yeah this binoculars. is this is a stakeout yeah, yeah yeah and uh he goes there for breakfast lunch and uh, he does the full supersize me at mal's diner <laughs> <laughs> he yeah I, I think like we we he has their breakfast he has their like key lime pie he has their like he's he's tried everything on the menu at that point and it's all that like kind of classic uh american like 50s american um food right it's all that kind mm. of like uh you know you got scrambled eggs and that's it that's all he's eating <laughs> for one meal for some reason it's really weird it's like scrambled eggs and coffee is a meal in the yeah. 50s um grits I don't know what they are. <laughs> do they just they sound like something that you eat at a diner? Yeah. Yes. Biscuits and gravy. I sure. think that's what you have with grits. <laughs> Why not? Maybe. <laughs> well, I'll have your waffles. <laughs> I just want and a she's... waffle. <laughs> she's and she's she's uh yeah uh, she, she's you know bringing it out and she's flirting with, with him every time and she's like when it gets quiet like I, I think that she's going over to people and, and he's trying to like listen into her conversation with people right like he he keeps standing up and um every time she's like oh go back to your table hon I'll, I'll serve you over there uh, but he's trying to listen in with the conversations and um uh you know as as it starts to get more and more quiet as people leave as, as obviously their business is concluded right mm. um they they or maybe okay so he keep he notices that people keep going to the bathroom and not coming out because uh. what they're doing is going into the bathroom like going through a secret passage into the office to do business and then climbing out a window at the back or something or like <laughs> you know, sort of a secret a secret exit of some kind a secret escape. Just the back exit. Yeah, yeah, he's getting, they're going out the back. I don't know. I don't know how you. I don't know how you do mystery. I'm not a writer. Yeah, yeah. 
And he, he, he brings it. Say, Megalodon. Uh, when, when people go into the toilet, I've, I've noticed, I've noticed they don't, they don't come back out. And, wh- <laughs> and when says, I go sounding- in. <laughs> she says, you're sounding pretty much like you need the toilet yourself, huh? Yeah, yeah. No, I'm, 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 I'm holding it. I'm holding it in, Megalodon. I'm holding it in. I'm having a bit of an upset tummy. Are you sure that breakfast this morning was all right? Um, <laughs> she says, yeah, it's, of course it was. It was some of our best. Nobody's customers. ever complained about it before. We, 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 had, our, we had our best people in it. I mean, on it. We had <laughs> our it. best people on it. Um, it's like, I'll just ignore the fact that you stumbled, mixed your words up there. Because I am... Uh, I am very constipated. I'm in a great deal of pain. <laughs> it might have been those waffles, Megalodon. And so... What, why do people keep going into the toilet... And then not coming out. Is it the same reason that I am in so much pain right now? <laughs> and she, I, I think I, I might I have he, answered my own question. <laughs> I think he he gets going. He starts going down a really like it, this is what what it is is she leads him down a red herring path, pretending that she doesn't want. She says, oh, yeah, Mal, you know, he doesn't use the best, like, food hygiene in the kitchen. And, he's, and, and she's, like, confiding in him mm. that, that, you know, this place is, oh, no, he doesn't use the best hygiene in the kitchen. You, I hope it would be such a shame if someone were to, I don't know, go and tell the food inspector, right, <gasps> about it. Uh, yeah. And, uh, and she kind of, like, just the whole femme fatale thing of, like, pretending that she wants to take over the diner if if, uh, if Mal loses it or whatever. She, um, she's, she's like Chris Evans in Knives Out. Yeah. Where, yeah, where you want to be on side and, and, yeah, no, they're actually a wrong Cardigan fatale. Yeah. <laughs> Cardigan fatale. Yeah. Yeah, uh, Chris Evans. Um, and, yeah... I'm, tr- I'm trying to I'm trying to think of, of the link point between him going to the toilet <laughs> and and him sort of finding finding something that will well, be a complete just, like, misdirect. E e oh oh you want to misdirect? Ooh. Yeah. Because I thought you were going to stumble into the actual truth. No no I I think he goes to the toilet and with her and then she's shocked when she finds this uh this sort of secret dealing room like he, he presses the flush down twice and, and the <laughs> toilet and the toilet opens up it's like thunderbirds he goes to the outer the constantly out of order toilet cubicle so yeah that that, that was that like you were going way too high concept for a 50s diner there's just a door <laughs> marked out of order yeah. that doesn't have a toilet in it at all it's uh, it's like yeah, there's no there's no batman lift it's <laughs> <laughs> it's like the ladies room in Moe's uh, yeah. Moe's bar in the simpsons that he converted into an office because there was no women that went to the bar yeah. ever. Yeah, yeah. It's just yeah. a door marked out of order that takes you down a back passage to the secret dealing room. Yeah, it's just a <laughs> just a hole. It's there's a, there's a poster of Raquel Welch, uh, like in Shawshank Redemption, that when you pull it open, there's just a tunnel <laughs> that leads that leads just to the office. 
Like, yep. there's a there's an actual door to the office <laughs> as well. Yep. Um, <laughs> so he's like, oh, right, well, I found I found the 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 secret mafia meeting room. Uh, he says, and I she's lost. like, yeah, you did. And and, uh, and then the door slams behind them. Yeah. Um, like the door locks behind them as she she locks the door and two <laughs> people emerge from the shadows and, and, one he, of and them. Uh, there's and there's there's John Goodman with his leg up on a on on the desk being like uh, being like why don't you sit down for a second right I, I knew I knew you meant John Goodman like had like sort of his leg up like sort of holding his knee almost but I was I, for a second I was like does he have Jason Statham's leg <laughs> he does he does have Jason Statham's leg he has Jason Statham's leg because <laughs> why else would you show off a leg in act one if it wasn't going to go off in act three that's Chekhov's leg <laughs> he's got Jason Statham's leg but there's a bite out of it <laughs> no, no, that, no, that's that's too animalistic. No, he's got a knife and fork, and yeah. he's sort of just. <laughs> oh God, I'm so sorry, Ross. Ross, I'm so sorry. We said it. We said we'd cool it with the cannibalism. <laughs> it just... it, it, sometimes it's just natural. Yeah, sometimes it just it just. It just comes out and and it, it works. It works for the so, plot and, of the movie. <laughs> so, but he's yeah. He's just got a little knife and fork, and he's yeah. like, "Why don't you sit down, Jason Statham's character?" Uh, I'll, uh, I'll, uh, and then I, I think I think we basically yeah, what we have at, at that point is basically a Sweeney Todd situation where mm. he pulls a lever and the um, <laughs> the whole the whole of Jason Statham drop uh, drops out of the chair. It just pivots into the deep frying grill, like into the whole thing. Just <laughs> underneath the rug, there's just a massive deep fat fryer. It's a constantly on deep fat fryer. <laughs> yeah. like, I thought it was warm in here. He says as he plunges. It was warm and sticky. <laughs> And then, right, and then, and then, so um, uh, we have this long, slow scene of John Goodman getting up and um, uh, putting on his coat, right? And he says, uh, he says goodnight to, um, who did we cast? Jason Statham? No. Margot Robbie. Margot Robbie. Yeah, he says, he says goodnight to Margot Robbie and he walks down the stairs and he's sort of like whistling, swinging his keys around his, um, uh, around his finger and uh, down there, waiting in the uh, in in the diner, is also John Goodman. <laughs> what? Wait, there are, there are what? two John Goodmans. <laughs> yeah. And he says, uh, "How, hey brother, how's everything going in, uh, on your side of the business?" And he says, "Not bad. Quiet night." And then that's the that's when the credits roll. Bang! Uh, credits rocking around the clock. Comes on. <laughs> One, two, three, four, four o'clock rock. Five, six, seven o'clock, eight o'clock rock. And, and it's uh, that's, that's the end. That's uh, a slow night at Mal's diner. Oh, the the intrigue. The, yeah. The, the the depths of depravity that exist within those four walls. Yeah. Oh. 
and it's one like... big deep fat fryer. <laughs> <laughs> it's uh, it's like uh, bad times at the El Royale, but uh, <laughs> if there was a With deep only... fat fryer under the floor <laughs> <laughs> and only and only three characters. <laughs> Well, four technically. Four. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> I, I just love the fact that there's like three scenes in that movie, and one of them is Jason Statham going, "I'm, I'm really constipated." <laughs> well, well, we'll flesh out the rest in the second draft. It's yeah, fine. it's fine. <laughs> um, yeah, but that's, there it is. That's. Uh, that is um, a slow night at Mars Diner. Um, if you enjoyed it, well, the first thing you can do is go over and uh, basically have a look at everything that Eden does. Eden, can you tell the people where, where, where they can find you? Oh, I do so much stuff. Um, I, make, I make video essays on YouTube. Sometimes they're about stuff like cartoons and why cartoon characters are naked. Other times they're about why <laughs> wrestling is great. And other times they're just about why I make such random crap. Uh, that can be found at <laughs> youtube.com slash Eden's Things. Um, I also Twitch streams, twitch.tv slash Eden's Things. I also run a pin shop and I'm currently doing a Kickstarter. I make nerdy queer pins at thenerdyqueer.com. Uh, I'm currently running a, pick, a Kickstarter to do a range of uh, LGBT pride flag Star Trek pins. Um, so if you check out our Twitter at Nerdy Queer Stuff. Um, you can see how that's going with at the time of at time of recording we just hit our second stretch goal that's going very well so if you like star trek and gay things go check that out (laughs) i'm i like both of those things i'm going over there now (laughs) i can can imagine that venn diagram at this point is almost an eclipse right it's almost a circle yeah (laughs) (laughs) oh yes (laughs) you're not allowed to be straight if you are uh, if you like star trek it's it's the law star trek is basically luxury gay space communism the tv show (laughs) Yeah, yeah, the TV shows. Yeah. I love the word luxury in that sentence. Oh yeah, luxury is I don't very know why. important. Yeah, it's, it's my favourite bit of that sentence. I have no idea why. It just sort of, it's just a little bit of spark, sparkles almost. Um, <laughs> that is that is um, a lot but, of stuff. You are right. That's, yeah. That's not even half of it. Those are just yeah. the three most important things. <laughs> <laughs> Go over there, check those things out. They are all genuinely brilliant. With yeah, uh, Eden, you have a um, phenomenal production value uh, to everything mm. you do. So, in, oh, in terms you. of not like money, uh, but like in actual care that goes into them, it's uh, it's, <laughs> it's. Oh yeah, there's no money, but it looks like there's money. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. It's that. It's that. It's inspiring. Um, but uh, anyway, the um, if if you want to, uh, we can't do that though you see um we me and tom we can't make things look like they, they they cost money unless we have money so if you want to give us money listeners um you can go over to patreon.com forward slash life's a fitch podcast where you can help fund the show um, what a it segue. does keep us going fantastic <laughs> it does keep us going it does really really help us out um, and moreover you get your name read out every week along with a bunch of other rewards that you can find over there on the, on patreon.com forward slash life's a bitch podcast so it's the time you've all been waiting for 
And that is, of course, when I read out all the names of our, uh, our patrons. The ones that change almost weekly and, uh, you know, are a little, just, just exactly the right amount of Eldritch. That's right. Um, <laughs> so we're going to thank all these people uh, in the same order we always do. That is Brandon Spanky Mills stole my trench coat and called me a bisque. <laughs> Mr. Bisque, we're getting reports of a crack team trying to stop you in the past. Jeremy L. Kayam, Stephen D. Thomas, fingers to hand. Pine Trimester, the timeulator is detecting a second time warp, and it's not us. James Delaney, Brains D. Tom Kayam. We can't stop the worst heap born alone. We need a hero. We need Brent Black. Really? Him? But will he answer our call? 400 approacheth, all will rise, all will pall. Your mysterious benefactor, Joseph Hegarty. Pentvis, come quickly. Paulvin is appearing all over the Sodding Time screen. What do we do? Window cleaners stole my apricots. Now kiss, kiss me passionately and lovingly like if it were our last day in this world, Daddy. Jimmy, you're right. The Bisque Vengers are coming along nicely, but we, we're a bit too safe for work. We need Alex NSFW. <laughs> Carl... Not only are you immune to jumbling, but your bone marrow seems to reverse jumbulation. We have to harvest you. Nikki H. Cracking the digital mainframe? That doesn't mean anything, Davey. Why don't you just try a forgotten password request? Matt, here's the pitch. It's a podcast in which we pitch movie ideas at each other. Eden M.W. <laughs> Tom, by Jove, you've cracked it. Send it to the podcast pin- printy press thing and get us on Spotify. So thank you to all those people. Um, ma- ma- massive shout out to everyone who keeps changing their their names to compliment the people on the either side of them. It is ideal. I really like the idea that that they're not changing their names. It's it's just different people. <laughs> yeah, we lose about seven and gain about seven patrons each month. It's a it's a new batch every month who are who are who have immediately adopted the joke based on last last week's uh, Patreon list. Uh, can you imagine one of your patrons in anybody else's yeah. patron crawl? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> just just <laughs> where like there's no context. There's just there's just jumbulation and prime tristness. <laughs> I guess out of all of those, I think I'd like to see. Um, I- I'd like to see now. Kiss, kiss me passionately and lovingly, like it were our last day on in this world, Daddy. I'm uh, yeah. someone else's. I'm someone else's one. I can sort of. I can sort of hear H Bomber guy reading that out. You know. Yeah, I, I can. <laughs> and I-, I have a lot of time for uh, window cleaners stole my apricots. Uh, that, <laughs> There's a lot of yeah. that, that is the calmest eye in in the in the strongest storm. <laughs> it's it's the same as what is it like um, <laughs> that, that that couple earlier on in the story that were having just dinner that were just having dinner yeah. in, in amongst yeah in amongst last stories. season when yeah, they were last, just uh... <laughs> last. Last season, season of the, the Lives of Bitch podcast, yeah. uh, <laughs> Bitch podcast patron names. Um, so, thank you again to everyone uh, on Patreon, and thank you all for listening. We end the show as we always do by yes, very clever award. Uh, this is someone who's given us a title based around the existing title. Just had a bit of fun with it. So, this week we've given it to 
Biscuitator, Starch Fate. <laughs> I think, sure, I think yeah. it's, it's it's Connor with a no uh, on, on <laughs> who's just given us Midsummer. <laughs> I mean, like, in many ways, it is a golden age of cinema all of its own. But until next week, I've been Tomograph. I've been Matt Turner. I've been Eden MW. Remember who pitched it. <laughs>